Hello and welcome to the Flight of the Champions podcast. This is the show where listeners come to learn all about the art of one-loft racing. My name is Jeff Armand and I am your host. Thank you for joining us on Flight of the Champions. I'm Jeff Armand. Today we're going to talk about selection of breeders for one-loft races. Many people have asked the question is what is the most suitable pigeon for a particular one-loft race. Now I believe strongly that it's horses for courses. You need to select pigeons that are have done previously well or families of pigeons that have done well in a particular one-loft race. There's no point in selecting birds uh, that have done well in uh, Europe or South Africa or United States and then expecting them to perform well in a race in another part of the, the globe. So it's uh, it doesn't mean that they can't perform well, but you're going to take a lot of experiment out of it by taking birds that have done well. And what we've seen, in fact, is that people that have used birds that have done well in a particular one-loft race and crossed it with their own, they've often had a very good success. So that's probably quite a good uh, system to use. The other thing is one should use proven breeders, birds that are have bred or are breeding the birds that perform. It doesn't matter how the bird looks. Uh, you have high expectations of certain pigeons, but if they, unless they've produced the goods, then they're unlikely to have a high success rate. The other thing is that you look at the more difficult races like ours, for instance, and the previous South African million-dollar race. You know, you take uh, birds that have performed well in these races, they're more likely to produce birds that will perform again. But it doesn't mean that the birds that come from those races will do well in big races elsewhere. The Pattaya, for instance, I mean, those are a different type of pigeon. So one needs to look at uh, birds that are performing well. If you look at uh, the Victoria Falls race as an example, we're flying over 4,000 kilometers of hard racing in really tough conditions. And that is a different type of bird. You know, people ask what what bird suits um, the Victoria Falls race. What we have seen very often is that the long-distance pigeons crossed maybe with the, the sprint-type birds or the 600-kilometer-type pigeon. Those perform well. The long-distance birds have got the stamina, they've got the right physique, and they can just go week after week. You know, we haven't got the luxury of being able to take pigeons and put them aside and let them race four or five races in a year. They've got to race every weekend. And this is where I think German pigeons have done particularly well in the past. They they race the same pigeons every week for 12 or for 13 weeks. So they very often do well uh, because of that. Just a point on healthy stock. I think if you want to breed healthy babies, the stock birds have got to be healthy. And they've got to be looked after and fed well the entire year. You can't have the off-season, so to speak, where you don't look after the birds. And I, I advocate giving them a break from any meds and just make sure they don't have worms and other things. And uh, they live in equilibrium with uh, any of these undesirable pathogens. But worms certainly is, and coccidiosis are the two things that I think you should pay attention to because they will damage the gut flora, the gut actual lining, and, uh, and create a, an issue. One thing that I think is uh, one people, 
people need to bear in mind when breeding for one loft race. It's got to be very carefully planned. You know, you can't just put the birds together and go and select some babies out of the loft and send them to the race because they, they're the right age. I think they need to be, you need to plan when you're going to send the birds, when you need to mate up, which pairs are going to mate up. Because our intact period is, is over four months, you can often place eggs from a, from a pair or you can breed more than one round from one particular click pair. You know, it's not the quantity that, that's important it's the quality that's important so if you've got really good pigeons only a handful of them could do well and we've seen that in the past and of course we like lots of pigeons so i'm not putting off any person who wants to send 50 or more but they have, might have confidence in all their birds so that's that's one way of doing it but certainly for the small time fancier uh, who's only going to send five birds or 10 birds you can be more selective and make sure that the pigeons are are the right pigeons. And the health of those birds have got to be 100%. Now, to have healthy babies, you've got to have healthy stock birds. I think it's a good idea to actually give them a bit of a, a treatment prior to breeding them, and that the treatment would be to make sure they're free of worms, uh, make sure that you've done them for coccidiosis and canker, and that you vaccinate them. You know, if you vaccinate the bird, some of the antibodies that the bird has got in that vaccination will pass on to the babies in the nest, and that gives them a good start. We also advocate the babies get vaccinated at a young age, at 21 days old. Prior to that, there will be a conflict between any maternal antibodies they may have got from the parents and any vaccination you give them but by by 21 days or 24 days old uh, they need to stand on their own and that's the, the time that you would give them a vaccination in preparation to send them but just going back to the stock birds if you give them a vaccination that helps the babies get off to to a better start and then of course the feeding of them is is another complete topic but it's it's paramount you give them a really good uh, mix of high-protein feed, uh, stuff that's palatable, that they want to eat. And uh, if you see them really pumped, babies always full, uh, without chirping or making a squeaky sound in the, in the nest, you know that those babies are well-fed. So I hope that helps you with uh, selection. You know, there are people, of course, that will differ to my, my view, but this is a view I have, again, from experience that we've got here. So I hope that that's of value, and uh, thank you for joining us. Please join us for the next episode of The Flight of the Champions. And this is Jeff Armand signing off for today. Please visit our website at www.victoriafallswcpr.com to learn more about how to enter the Victoria Falls World Talent Pigeon Race and remember to follow our social channels to stay up to date on this exciting world-class event. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Victoria Falls WCPR. Thank you for listening and bye for now.